You are listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 320. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Hi, hello, it's Marisa recording for you from Florida today. We've already had our afternoon thunderstorm, so we should be good to go on clear sound and getting this new episode out to you. Today, I want to chat with you as a creative bestie, okay? Not that I don't usually, but I often come on here you know, with my mentorship coaching hat on. And certainly that's part of the creative bestie who's going to be talking to you today. But I wanted to talk to you about all the ways that creatives can get support today, specifically also to clarify all the ways that we can work together, how it works. Like there, to me, there's a certain approach to learning online today that I hope I can help you with as well, especially because there are so many choices in terms of who you can learn from, what you can learn, what format. It's pretty phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. And there are a lot of incredible mentors who are teaching now in the creative space. And there are a lot of people where I, I see their ads too, and I'm not entirely sure what qualifies them to teach in the creative space. And so I just want to talk to you again as your creative bestie. If you were to come to me and say, hey, Marisa, I really, I know I need support, which yay you, right? I'll say this for the millionth time. Big mistake, big mistake to quote one of my favorite lines from one of my still favorite movies, Pretty woman with Julia Roberts. Remember when she went into the store and talked to the the ladies who refused to help her because she didn't look a certain way, appear a certain way in Beverly Hills. And then she came back and told them, big mistake. Anyway, this is not connected at all, but I just love to say that term, big mistake. It just makes me laugh and not take my mistakes too seriously. But one of my big mistakes was that I forged this path all by myself, trying to figure it out for far too long. And it's one of the reasons, A, that I'm here podcasting, B, chose to come back and put a lot of my focus on mentoring and now coaching because I'm passionate about helping you not have to make the same mistakes as well as share insight about choices I made that were great and that gave me a lot of success in the business I built starting in 2004. We're getting close to 20 years since I bought my first creativethursday.com domain almost 18 
since I hosted my first ever, well, rather recorded my first ever podcast. And in 2008, I also started teaching online was the first time I hosted an online course. So I have what I consider to be a unique perspective about education in the online space, not only because I was one of the first to do it, but also because I've watched it evolve over all of these years, right? So from that perspective, close to 15 years, again, I just want to share some insight with you. And I got some nice responses back to the last few episodes around the energy of selling. And for you who enjoyed those episodes, again, if you haven't listened to them, be sure to listen to them in order. 317, 318, 319. And for you who enjoyed them, you're starting to think more about your mindset, right? And this is somewhat of a blanket term, but because it's becoming more common, I'm just going to use that term. Basically, it's everything to do with your attitude, which is often based upon, you know, the identity that you hold for yourself, which is based upon the beliefs that you have. And those beliefs really influence your thoughts, which then influences your attitude, which can also influence your identity. It's almost like a spherical experience. And a lot of that is happening internally. And let's just say also for the record, what's happening internally is not getting exposed usually externally. So for anyone who is still looking to outside of themselves and looking to social media for ways of how to accomplish what you want in life, certainly it's a starting point. But just remember, we really don't know what's going on with anyone based upon their social media. I just want to say that. I just want to confirm for the record. It's also one of the reasons that I really enjoy podcasting because I feel like, and uh, live video, I feel like this is one of the ways I can most be myself. Uh, not to say that I don't do my best to be myself on Instagram as well. However, you get to hear me. Uh, we often post clips of these videos. We have plans of adding these videos into YouTube so you can also see me. And I don't script these. So this is very much, you know, a stream of consciousness. I do often have notes or in this case, I'm having more of a conversation with you. And so it's it's me talking to you. And the reason I say that is because that is something to consider when we are looking for support as a creative, we can get really swept into social media. And part of that is also because there are a lot of ads, like I said, there are a lot of ads for people who have a lot of interesting offers. And so how do you begin to narrow down a what it is that you need most in your business B, what fits your budget and see who is that right mentor for you. And it may be several mentors because we don't all have expertise in all areas of the creative industry. I happen to 
be unique also in that I do have a lot of expertise in a variety of industries and, or excuse me, a variety of areas of our creative industry. And a lot of that is simply due to the fact that I'm a shiny squirrel syndrome. <laughs> I wanted to try a lot of things in the creative industry, but this is a benefit now for me to offer guidance to you. And if it reaches a level in my expertise where it feels beyond my expertise, I I'm always on the lookout and or learning from fellow creatives as well, where I can refer you and send you to somebody who has even more expertise in that area, whether it be licensing or surface design or working with galleries. There's so many different paths that we can take as a creative. So I think if we're going to start this conversation, just going back to uh, you know, my unique perspective and what I bring to the table is years and years and years of watching this evolve, choosing from day one to do my best to be myself, to share the best parts of my experience unapologetically, but in no way, shape or form to try to be anything that I am not. And so that is your creative bestie speaking to you. I don't have everything figured out, but like I said, I am approaching 20 years of starting Creative Thursday. It's hard to believe, but it's happening. So I have a lot of experience, as I just shared, in a whole variety of areas of the creative industry, most specifically when it comes to um, sharing your work online and growing a business online. And I continue to learn weekly, daily from my own mentors, because as I was starting to say, I'm full circle here about the big mistake. You know, once I realized how much I can gain from getting consistent support from trusted mentors, in my case, I have several who have different areas of expertise that I'm wanting to grow the business in. I can never go back, right? I can never put that genie back in the bottle in that I will always have support. And I have to, I'm now at a place where I have to be really thoughtful about where I'm investing in my education because I want to do everything because I love what's being offered. And I get very excited about so many possibilities. And so that's another reason that I want to talk to you about this today. First and foremost, before we dive all the way in, I am going live today. If you hear this first thing on Thursday morning, when this episode goes live, come and join me over on Instagram. It will be 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and I'm going to be doing some what's usually coaching over coffee. Maybe this will be coaching over cranberry juice with sparkling water. It's one of my favorite beverages right now. It will be coaching on Thursday. So come and chat with me. Let's do a little bit of coaching because you may have already seen, and this is another inspiration behind today's episode. You may have found me through a Facebook ad because I'm also hosting Sell a Piece of Art this week. It is one of my favorite challenges to host. And for the last several sessions, it also includes a coaching 
week, it's got coaching included. So not only do I give you daily bite-sized lessons for the challenge when it comes to selling your art, but there are four days of hopping on Zoom with me for coaching. And so you want to go to sellmyartthisweek.com to register. This is a paid opportunity and I will talk to you more about that as well. And as we always do uh, on Sell a Piece of Art this week, we open the doors to the expansive artists. So you'll want to hop on the wait list if that's something that you've been wanting to be a part of. We hosted Small Studio Sunday in August, and I know I had a lot of you asking, how can I be a part of that? We're going to be doing a Small Studio Sunday in November. And so this is how you can be a part of it and get all the support and guidance to help you prepare for the Small Studio Sunday in November, all through the Expansive Artists. There are also coaching opportunities now through the Expansive Artists. If you want to continue coaching with me in a more intimate group setting for the upcoming fourth quarter in what I call the Red Dot Society, which includes the Expansive Artists, you can get more details about that as well. And please don't hesitate to reach out to me through DMs if you have any questions about this. But what I intend to walk you through today in this episode is really to clarify all the ways that we can work together, talk to you about my choices for what it is that I offer, why I've chosen to offer it, talk to you a little bit about some of the pricing within all of that, and then certainly give you some guidance in terms of choosing what feels right for you when it comes to getting support and education for yourself in business, because you're not going to make the same big mistake, right? Promise me that. I always say, of course, I'd love to be your, your mentor. I'm here. You're here. You're listening to the episode. You've made it this far. Let's work together. And whether it's me or not, promise me that you get support Promise me that you also support yourself with a community of artists and creatives who get you. So also I mentioned, yes, come and join me live on Instagram, hop on the Creative Thursday newsletter as I'll be going live again next week if you end up hearing this particular episode later and then come for Sell a Piece of Art and Coaching Week, the week of the 25th. It's going to be a really wonderful time. It always is. It's so fun to kickstart that week for you. And it's such a good time to get focused on selling your work ahead of the holiday sales season. So that's why we wanted to host it at this particular time of year. So as I say, get excited. All right. I also, don't let me forget, <laughs> as if you are going to remind me, but maybe you will. I will remind me because I'm looking at a note right now from Amy, who is in the Red Dot Society, currently coaching with me this quarter. And she had listened to the episodes about the energy of selling your work. And she was asking me some questions. So I'd like to give you some quick recommendations at the end of this episode. She was asking me about books, authors, TED Talks, podcasts that I recommend for a mind switch. So if you listen to those episodes, if you've been listening a long time, 
Some of that may not be new to you, but it's the first time that I really talked at length around more than just the practicalities of business. I certainly weave a fair amount of mindset into what I do. I can't help myself because what we do requires so much courage and it can be, as one of my coaching mentors says often, one of the most confronting choices you can make as a career. And then for you who I now also support, who are opening your own memberships, who are educating within the creative space, that's also confronting. So, hey, welcome to the big leagues. In terms of you want to have a creative career, it is going to offer you not only what I personally feel is one of the most satisfying, rewarding experiences on a multitude of levels, but also one of the most confronting and challenging that's going to offer you a ton of personal growth if you are really in it for the long game, like not just dipping your toe in and out. And of course you are welcome to do that at any time and make a decision it's not right for you. When you work with me, when you listen to me, I am going to be super direct with you. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. And my set point tends to be one of optimism and positivity. I sort of entered the world in this way. A lot of people have tried to beat it out of me and it is still there. And I have my own mindset that I work with for all the things I learned early on where my mind tries to beat it out of me, but the spirit is intact. And so I am very optimistic and like I said, get so excited about the possibilities, but I also believe it's a great disservice if we don't have the full conversation, right? And if we can't do that here on the podcast, I don't know where we can do it. And so, you know, I'm also a little bit further along in life at this stage. Although I think when I started my podcast almost 20 years ago, I've always been this person who tends to operate from a more transparent place. I've been thanked many times for that. I really appreciate when you reach out and let me know. And part of that was simply due to the fact that I felt so misled when I really started to find success in this creative career as a published author, as a fabric designer. And I found a lot of creatives agreeing to and upholding a way of doing business that with the background I came into choosing this creative path for me, the background of like full entrepreneurial experience. I started a business before Creative Thursday. I spent countless hours learning from early tech entrepreneurs and spending time with angel investors and entrepreneurs who are running multi seven-figure companies in the early 2000s who were willing to invest time in guiding me. So I came in with a lot of knowledge and then entered a space of artists. And with much love and respect to my fellow creatives, we were still buying into the whole, I'm not business-minded. And so I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to kind of keep doing what I'm doing to get by and sell work when I can. And I'm not really thinking about the creative industry as a whole. You know, and when I uh, am in Los Angeles, I live in Los Angeles, there's a lot going on right now with the unions that are striking. And a lot of people very close to me are affected by that, are making a choice to stand up for that. 
And I also had a foray into acting early on, took a ton of improv classes at the Groundlings Theater, auditioned for a number of years. And so I have, and as you may know, Sean is also a screenwriter and a teacher at the Groundlings Theater. He was a Groundlings company member. You know, the entertainment industry is a big part of our world and passion and I am so impressed with the artists who are standing up for their rights as a community as a whole. And you know what happens if you step outside and you cross the picket lines, you are technically called a scab. And it is completely frowned upon by the entire community when you begin agreeing to contracts or jobs that can undo the work that the people who are willing to literally go work other jobs or move across country to support themselves while this is happening are willing to do on behalf of the whole industry. I admire that so much. And I did not find that in my industry. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but the conversations I had as I've shared, I found a lot of people who just didn't read contracts. I found people who would agree, you know, directly that, yes, we should all be paid more, but then nobody would really take a stand against that. And then if you did, you might be ostracized. And I've definitely felt that as well, where some of the stands I chose to take, the things I chose to speak up for in the moment felt like they cost me opportunities in my creative career. And I was willing to do that. It's just how I feel. I feel like we cannot talk at length about the rising tide lifts all ships. If we aren't really willing to be a part of that, then why are we even talking about it? You know, just say you're in it for yourself, right? Nobody's going to say that. But that's where you sort of go, your actions speak louder than words. And maybe you might want to take the time to get to know someone behind their social media posting to actually engage and know how they are. Are they walking the walk that they're talking? And that's really important to me. And simultaneously, as I grow larger, I'm recognizing that people are trying to you know, punch holes in that and like find ways where I'm being out of integrity. And uh, that's totally fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm human. I'm doing my best, but it's also really good because it is, you know, it keeps me accountable to what I've been saying all these years and continue to say this business can feel like survival sometimes. And for as much as people in the creative space want to say they support other people, sometimes that's not the case um, across all industries. So we really, this episode in particular is really about this word that I love so much about being discerning um, versus another word that I love so much, performative, which if you don't know performative, you can look it up. But basically it's when we are prefer performing a certain way, you know, to look a certain way that we have certain beliefs, but we don't actually embody those genuinely. And it's just becoming more important than ever that as a mentor, I am that for you. And if I always say, you know, I too have the right to change my mind. I have the right to make new decisions that are different from what I've shared in the past. And I'll just keep you posted if I choose to 
change my mind about something, or if I make a mistake, you know, be able to own that mistake and be able to talk to you about that as well. But I do my best to be thoughtful about what I share and how I share it. And I want to, again, support you in your journey of finding the success that really is the success you want, right? I talk about that a lot too. Defining that success as an individual is so important. Knowing what really makes you happy, finding work that will then support the happiness that you seek in your life. I've heard a couple of people talk about it more from a perspective of joy versus happiness. And so choose a word that really works for you. But when you are feeling your best in your, in your life, what's going on, you know, what's happening, what do your days look like and how can you have more of that in your life? That's a very big part of my mission and supporting you and finding that. And of course, certainly my specialty for getting there is creativity. I'm so thankful for the creativity, which again, a quick shout out to everyone who joined me for the 30 day sketch with Marisa. That sketching has parlayed for me into a complete unlocking of watercolor practice, which is so wonderful to do, especially when you're traveling. And so I um, I thank you for being a part of that. And I have reconnected with my creativity as I hoped I would through this sketching practice. So let's talk briefly about education. I made a graphic. In fact, during my sketching practice, I made a graphic to share with my expansive artists and to share with my email friends, and I'll post it along with this podcast episode on creativethursday.com. And so the way that I see it is it's sort of like a pyramid, but then when I drew it, it looks like a multi-layered, multi-colored layer cake with a little Creative Thursday bird on top, a little character. And so when you are starting out learning, you do start with social media. And a podcast, yay for podcasts and yay for YouTube. And like I said, uh, we do have a YouTube channel called Creative Thursday, and you can see all of the Creative Thursday with Marisa series, which interviews 12 different creatives. I'm really proud of that series. Really thankful for all the creatives who took part in that. And we intend to add parts of, if not all of these podcast episodes there, because I see you all are subscribing there. It's just uh, a question of getting there. (laughs) We are getting there. We'd love to be on all the places for you. But for now, you're here with the podcast. And that is definitely the place that I show up the most every single week, pretty much. And so social media is where you start. We're often posting clips now of the podcast there. So you can also see past clips of episodes that we've done this year and then find the podcast at iTunes, Spotify, creativethursday.com. There's a button where you can click podcasts and that's where I'll put this image. So you start there because that's a great way to become introduced to someone that you are considering in investing in learning from. And, you know, the theory is that we are all wanting to share of ourselves for free, this chance for you to get to know us. 
and that will never change. That started really when we all started in this online space, you know, with blogs. And that's how everyone got to know me, my collectors, my students, my members, everybody connected with me there at the, at the, I'm getting distracted. I can hear my mom putting dishes away in the background. I forgot to tell her I'm recording. So we don't have any thunderstorms, but I hear dishes, but I've got a mic on. Hopefully it won't be, uh, you won't hear it, but if you do, then you'll know what's happening. So we are, um, social media podcast, like I said, is a good starting point in terms of getting to know someone. There will always be what we now refer to as free content because we want you to have an opportunity to get to know us. And after that is what I call a mini course is a possibility, or, you know, it can be what we call today a chance to work with somebody for free. But you'll notice that a lot of people are switching back to a very um, affordable paid opportunity to work with them, even if they are going to invite you to continue working with them at the end of that experience. So let's all agree. um, Let's not get salty about this anymore. You know, I know there are slimy marketing people that are going to um, lie to you about what they can offer and uh, potentially bring you into some kind of experience that isn't what you want. I I can't, I don't even know anybody like that. Uh, Personally, of course, I'm probably not choosing to invest with anyone who would be like that. However, to comment on people's Facebook ads and mistreat people because they are like very well-intended people who are also business owners. And as a business owner, you're going to sell things. I hate to break it to you, but you're going to sell things. If you don't like to be sold to or selling, you're not meant for business. So you probably don't want to sign up for anything that's going to help you with your business. Because again, go back and listen to 317, 318, 319. And let's talk about the energy of selling where I specifically say, if you've got issues with that, that's one of the first areas that you can work on. This, you know, commenting on people's ads with such a snarky attitude without doing any research on who the person is, without uh, looking up the experience that they're bringing to the table. You know, people have gone through challenges with me for free and gone on to build businesses. People started in my first course, which I think was $89 for six weeks in the fishbowl. And some of those people have gone on to create incredible businesses. I'm not claiming, (laughs) this is not me claiming it's because of my course, but I was part of the mentorship that contributed to their knowledge. People have listened to this podcast, which has been free. I have had no sponsorship for 320 episodes. So forgive me if I feel a little salty and saying, stop that. Stop it. I don't want to hear about you saying that I am somehow a marketing funnel. I am not a marketing funnel. I am a human being and I am an artist and I am a professional. And I have been one of the people that pioneered the online space that you are now enjoying and running all over and leaving snarky comments on people's work. Please go research that. 
you know, my heart and my passion for helping you has always been the same. What I'm doing, and as you'll know from my mentors, because they are getting much more clear about expressing this as well. If you are in this chosen career, not just creative, but to help others in the online space, you're not doing it for a get rich quick scheme. You're doing it because you genuinely can't help yourself. You want to help people. That is who I am. This is not easy work. It is not. And building this business, as I shared with you on the creative side, is one of the most confronting businesses, you know, for the simple reason of people just want to get all up in your business and tell you how you're a fraud. Um, on your Facebook ads that you pay for. That's fine. It's part of it. Um, thank you for the comments because it just helps the engagement of the ad do better. However, you know, I'd love to be able to point people to this episode and go, enough, please. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, I have experience in what I'm teaching. I am in integrity with that. I am not making promises to you that I can't support you in. And let me remind you, I'm also not guaranteeing that you're going to build a successful business, that you're going to sell a ton of work. I can never guarantee that because I can't get inside you, your mind, your body, and make you do the work that is part of building a career like this. So I'm not making those promises. My promise to you is to show up my best for you and be able to deliver, whether it's this podcast, a social media post, an Instagram reel, a TikTok, a YouTube, whether it's a paid mini course or a paid challenge, a free challenge, whether it's a course, my artful selling course, whether it's the expansive artist community I host, whether it's the Red Dot Society coaching, and now I just finally opened up the opportunity to work with me one-on-one -on -one for private coaching. All of that, my promise is to show up the best for you to support you in building your creative business with the wealth of knowledge I have. And now also the certification of coaching that I have that I've been training through five months and will continue on into the year. Um, with my mentor and business or coaching coach, James Wedmore, who teaches business by design. So I'm also trained in coaching business by design. That's something I've been working in since 2019. And I am now certified in coaching through James's method, which is personally my favorite, which is why um, I applied to be a part of a program that he's developing. We were chosen out of a group of over hundreds of applicants to be a part of like a coaching incubator and to be taken through his whole process. And again, I believe he has plans of opening that up to begin coaching more uh, people within that method. And it has really also opened my eyes to what makes an especially good coach, but I'm skipping ahead. So social media, podcasts, you might have YouTube, TikTok, all of it, right? And then there may be a free mini course, a free challenge, a free workshop, masterclass, 
And then there may be a paid version of that. Basically, it's like a bite-sized educational offering. And nobody I know does anything less than their best when delivering that. You are getting so much information, even if you choose to say no to the invitation they're going to offer to you to continue working with them, you can gain so much knowledge from that. So again, can we also agree to have appreciation for how much knowledge people who have spent years and thousands upon thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to get to where they are? This is just a public service announcement um, if you're being snarky on my Facebook ads, you're probably not listening to this podcast, but maybe, maybe by some chance you are, or you know someone who's being snarky and, or, you know, you can speak it out to your communities. I just, I personally can't take it anymore. I know a lot of people who are teaching personally, and I know behind the scenes, I know every which way about this industry. And like I said, I'm one of the people that started teaching first very early on in the creative space within the fishbowl life as an artist online. And I actually taught people with my friend, Susanna Conway, we taught how to teach online in, I think it was 2010 or 2009, we released an audio recording, uh, offering everything we could about what we had learned about teaching um, on that level. And so you can imagine when I see people being given a hard time, when I get snarky comments, you know, I've learned not to take it personally, but we're still human beings. And it would just be so nice to remind everyone to have some appreciation with what someone is sharing with you. You can always say no. They are doing this as an opportunity for you to learn what it's like to work with them. And if they are charging for that and it's very affordable for the wealth of knowledge they have, again, another reason to feel appreciation for that. And say yes or no to all of it, right? And then the next step in my multi-layer cake is that you might take a course where you are learning from someone, you're a very specific offering. Like in my case, I have Artful Selling, which is all about building your sales and marketing strategy as an artist. And you can work with your mentor through that course. Now, the experience of a course is going to be very different depending upon the audience that that mentor has and how many people enroll. And so you may have close access to a mentor, like I'm going to be hosting Artful Selling again in January. So save the date for that. If you want to work closely with me over an eight-week span of time, I include coaching with Artful Selling, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But when you are, you know, in huge, large groups, that's a different learning experience than a more intimate experience within a course. And there's no predictability as to when that changes for each mentor or if they ever want to cap it or if they ever want to continue it. And then typically what happens is you start creating other what we often refer to as containers for learning to support people with what they want the most. Like when I work with people now, I want to have one-on-one -on -one conversations with them. Sometimes that's in a group environment. Sometimes it's it's one-on-one. -on -one. I'm not taking as many courses, so to speak. And if I do, I'm not expecting to engage with my mentor really much at all because 
the courses often reach a certain size where that's just not possible. And that's, that's okay. It's one way of connecting with someone you want to learn from. And so that's why I see this as a bit of, you know, stages. And of course you can start at any stage. You could come across somebody's, um, well, most people don't advertise quite honestly directly to a course because you are getting to know someone. And so, but you could come across or be referred to someone's course directly and jump right in. And that's how you get to know your mentor. And then the membership is really developed because, so uh, the first membership I hosted was uh, with Sean. We were the Creative Coconuts and it was in 2010. And the reason we started the Creative Coconuts is because I had a number of blog followers students who kept asking how we could continue working together. And I said, all right, we're, we're going to do the creative coconuts. And so we started the creative coconuts and this, you know, was my first foray into the membership world and continuing a community because I, my second big mistake is I didn't get help soon enough it would have been so nice to be able to continue that. But at the time, I felt like I had to choose between that and really pursuing my art business solely. And so I chose my art business in that moment. Um, I wish I had continued. I wish I had known to see myself through that. Had I had mentors, had I had uh, support and trusted in the growth of my business, it, I would have. And now I have the expansive artist. So I brought it back. I learned a lot along the way. That is one of the reasons I made a lot of mistakes that I came back to mentoring because like I said, I'm passionate about supporting you in just having a, an easier, more enjoyable, peaceful, successful, profitable, all the things journey as a creative. So membership might be something where you do before the course, right? I might have expansive artist members who are like, wait, Marisa, Artful Selling, what is that? How can I work with you for that condensed period of time where we do a deep dive around everything around your sales and marketing strategy? And I might have people from Artful Selling who then join the expansive artists right now. In my world, you can you can do both. And if you're in the expansive artist, you always get uh, invited to Artful Selling first and we do an extra call for you. So if you do join us in the fourth quarter and you want to do Artful Selling, we always share everything happening with our members first. So the expansive artist is really the main community where I offer all of my support and everything is built out of that community to support you. And which reminds me, we, if you're on the email list today, you'll know that we're having an in-person floral painting workshop and uh, business brunch. You can join us for one, two, or three days. And if you want the details on that, be on the email list. This open to a, a small group of people who'll be joining us for that. Or you're, if you're listening to this episode, you're like, Marisa, I don't know about it. Please DM me over at Creative Thursday. But we always open these opportunities to the expansive artists first. And yes, if you're like, will you be hosting a retreat overseas? Yes, I will. It's coming. I know I've been promising it, but it is 
in the works. So stay tuned for that as well. That would be a painting retreat. This is a painting workshop. If you want to join us for the business element of it on that Monday morning, you can uh, join us for that or just that as well. All right. I continuing on. So our members um, are our people. We uh, take care of our members and invite them to opportunities. And same with our members, right? We always want them to understand that I'm not here trying to get you to buy all the things, do all the things. I mean, certainly you can, if you feel inspired to, I would love to have you be a part of everything. I am listening to you and creating opportunities that I am being asked to create, to support you. And as we grow and I have more support, then I can open up more opportunities for you. And so that's where I've opened up one-on-one coaching. But let me go back to membership. Then the next layer on the layer cake is group what I, uh, group coaching, which is a form of membership as well, but it's in a very small environment. Now to that point though, some of my mentors have quote unquote group coaching, and that is hundreds of people deep. And, you know, if you get a hot seat, it is purely by randomness or the question you have that speaks to everyone at the time where we're at in the red dot society at this time again this can always change so it's nice to work with mentors you know in a way that works for what you want and especially when they're starting out and they're building out some of these programs because you really get a lot of personal time and so the red dot society is limited to 20 and under artists and we we I talk to you you have a little you know segment of time within the group coaching and we meet a couple of times every month over the quarter and the whole focus is on supporting you in your business and there's another model that's similar it's called a mastermind this is something that personally I've thought of hosting but have not committed to that yet or put that out You can certainly let me know if it's something that you're interested in. I've been thinking about it for a few years. This would be more where you meet with a group of up to maybe 20, 26 artists. It could be less. I haven't decided yet. And it's very peer-based. So it's less about me hosting every call and connecting with you that way you're really in a mastermind for the entire community and i see that happening in our group coaching already where artists are getting to know each other as they work together and offering support to one another we also uh, offer ways of being connected with a virtual creative business assistant within the red dot society so there's a group of artists who are now building their team and connecting with one another that way It's so wonderful when you see that the members of your community are now also helping each other. And so a mastermind would be a natural evolution of what I've built so far when we're ready and we have experienced artists who really want to work together with a group for an entire year. And then the goal with the mastermind would also be to have an in-person event. 
associated with that. With right now, aside from the floral uh, design and painting workshop that I'm hosting in November with my um, dear friend and colleague Alyssa Van Gilder of Apotheca of Apotheca Flowers that we are, or Apotheca, excuse me, Apotheca Flower Shop. She's got so many elements to her business. Everything else is online focused. And so a mastermind would really be something where we could add in a personal, or excuse me, an in-person event. And then we have the top of the layer cake. I call that one-on-one coaching. And there are also different budget, you know, different price points for all of these offerings. The more personal time you have with a mentor, the more cost is involved with that. And, you know, that just makes sense, right? When you work with somebody one-on-one, it's going to be a certain price versus when you work with them in a group of 20 versus when you work with them in a group of hundreds or thousands or depending upon what the promise of the program or the membership is, it's all going to vary, but there's typically steps to this. And so one of the reasons we as mentors have a variety of offerings is so that we can support you at different levels of your business, at different levels of your budget, and, you know, give you options. And like I said, you can be a part of all of them. If you choose to, it's really intended to give you options. And my promise to you is I'm not offering anything that I don't want to do. (laughs) So um, I don't know why I feel compelled to say that, but I'm not creating a variety of offerings just to create options. These are offerings I really enjoy doing and have grown into over all of these years. And I only add something when I feel that I have the capacity to do that. Or in the case of recently getting training and certification in coaching, I feel prepared for you. I'm going to say this respectfully um, because I've certainly coached for a while, but I've been very specific about the kind of coaching I can offer. I think there's, you know, your straightforward sort of business coaching, guiding mentorship. And then there's coaching that can go at a deeper level where there's really a, a lot of transformation that can happen in these areas of beliefs and mindset. And to me, those are the best coaches. The person that can has the skill set to work with you at that level because at some point the practicalities you might feel like you're going to hit a wall and it was when I started hitting walls that I kept seeking people that I could work with at a, at a what I call a deeper level it's ultimately how I chose to work with James and one of my recommendations for sure even, you know, James's focus is on business by design, building a digital product business. It's not specific to the art world. However, there are a lot of artists now that are taking part in that. I love seeing more creatives in his world. James is creative. He actually went to film school. 
you can listen back on our conversation here on the Creative Thursday podcast. But when I started listening to Mind Your Business, that was the first time I was like, oh my gosh, somebody is actually speaking about the energy of um, the business from manifestation, which I know I'm not going to get into that. You can go back and listen to Nick Demas's um, podcast where we talk about that to super practical steps of building a business. I believe there is a a beautiful harmony there, a blend between both. And that is my goal as a coach is to be that beautiful blend and to show up with training and experience as a coach before I really added on the one-on-one. I've done more consulting in the past with one-on-one and helping you And anytime that I feel like what you may be experiencing is out of my scope as a coach, I'm going to let you know, or if perhaps it's more for a therapist, I am not a therapist. I am not here to take on that work with you. I will refer you. I will uh, make suggestions, but I am trained now in helping you to break through some of those blocks that might be holding you back that sometimes we just simply have a blind spot to for how how we were raised for the experiences we've had for what society tells us and it takes little moments of shining a light in a new area of your life which can feel uncomfortable and dismantling and if you can kind of go through those experiences at a pace that works for you you will have breakthroughs beyond what you thought was possible and you will find that fulfillment and that peace and it's worth it. But this is coming from someone who loves personal development, personal growth. And so as a coach, this is something that I encourage. And, you know, business is my specialty. Creativity is my specialty. Visual art is my specialty. And selling online, doing all of this online is, these are all my areas of expertise. And now I'm also growing in the coaching side. And so that's why I'm offering one-on-one coaching at this time. It's full, but reach out to me if you want to be added to a list or to have me let you know when I open it up again, it's just going to be Every so often, there's not going to be a particular rhythm. It will just be if there's openings, I will let you know. I will let the email list know. I will let the expansive artists know first. Very often, it's members of our community who do want to work with me on a deeper level. And there's currently a 45-minute session, a three-hour package that you can, you don't have to use all three hours at once. In fact, I don't recommend it. I recommend spreading them out. You have a certain amount of months to use any of these packages. And then there's also a VIP day where it's a total of eight hours. I would also recommend spreading it out. We could do it in a day as well, but at least two sessions, if not three, all of them come with, um, me, you know, inviting you to give me some more details about your business that I can review ahead of time. So when we get on a call together, we're already very clear on what we're working on together. And so we can be the most efficient with our time. And I'm excited about opening up this opportunity. I'm excited about all of the knowledge that I get to bring to you. And so when you're out there looking for 
mentorship and support. You know, a lot of this is intuition. A lot of this is due diligence. A lot of this is discernment. A lot of this is, are you choosing to learn from people walking the walk? As best you can tell, I know we don't always get to connect in person, but you know, I'm someone that listened to, let's say James, for instance, I listened to, I first learned about him in 2015. I listened to never in a million years that I think he would be the person that would really introduce me to and teach me coaching. And it took quite a while for me to, and he was growing the whole time too, right? So that when I finally connected to, it was the moment when he started Mind Your Business, which was a really big transformation in him and his message that he wanted to bring to the world and the kind of teaching he wanted to do. And so I listened a lot to that podcast, just like you may be listening to me here over and over and over. And then I make a decision to say, yes, I do want to invest in business by design, which I did. Like I said, I think it was 20, it was 2020, but um, I connected with Stu, uh, another dear mentor of mine. You know him from the membership experience um, through James. He James introduced me to Stu's world. So this, you know, once you get into a circle of mentors you trust, very often they're going to introduce you to other mentors. This is how we help everyone grow with different areas of expertise and it becomes really exciting. And it's also, you know, putting your trust in someone, which as I say so often, I don't take that lightly. And so, you know, if I refer you to anyone, it's someone that, you know, as best I can, I have vetted, I have worked with, I know personally. And, you know, I love being able to refer you to people as well who have, expertise in other areas. And this is how I start. But now after five years of nonstop working with coaches and mentors, it's gotten really quick for me. I, my intuition is heightened. Well, it's becoming more heightened with all my coaching training as well. And I can decide quickly who I want to work with, why I want to work with them, what fits my budget, when I choose to do it. And it's, it's, it's quick. And it can still take any number of these paths, right? And it can also be a referral from somebody because now I'm connected to so many uh, communities of really inspiring, successful fellow entrepreneurs. And I trust them because I've been building those relationships over years. So I might say, I need to learn about finances. And so I got an amazing referral for, for the person I now refer to as my CFO in Creative Thursday. This is really just been a game changer experience for me this year. And so referrals are a great way. People who've had experiences, you know, if someone is going to be slimy, snarky, whatever, I guess eventually that's going to come out. But then also, you know, be wary because some people just start attacking people for whatever success they perceive they have. So be discerning. If if you feel inspired to connect with somebody, 
do so and trust that your intuition is guiding you. Usually I find there's this excitement like, oh, I can't wait, right? That, oh, I make that same sound when I make art that I love. It's just like this excitement to learn from someone. You just feel better in their presence. Um, Doesn't mean they might not challenge you sometimes, but you just, you know, you know what I mean, right? There's like this energy and excitement about wanting to, just learn from them. And there might also be, that might be coupled with fear because it might have this investment, this price tag that you're like, oh, in another way, right? (laughs) You weren't anticipating spending that or should you spend that or all the conversations. Just go off of that initial intuition and, you know, find a way to make that happen because every time I've made that decision, I've been so thankful And that's why I also don't hesitate ever to say, hey, do you want to work with me? Here's all the ways that you can. And there's something for every budget. There's something for every stage of your business as far as my experience level, right? I'm not going to teach you how to grow a seven-figure business. I am not there yet. Um, But I can teach you how to grow a six-figure business. I can teach you how to grow that in your art and in education connected to creativity And so I have a lot of knowledge to share with you and I can also help you to grow as uh, a person, as a creative, as, you know, finding someone who has the desire to really find transformation and live like the fullest life that they can live. That's really satisfying and joyful Um, I'm passionate about that as well. Um, A healthy, uh, mindful life, so many things. I have a feeling that this is the beginning of a lot opening up for me as I really lean into the coaching side of my business. And if you do choose someone as a coach, I know this can get confusing because a lot of people do call themselves coaches. And, you know, a lot of people are great coaches and they don't necessarily have quote unquote training. You're going to have to use your intuition on that. But I do believe that it's really important to have some training. I just do. I think it makes a huge difference to know that that person has worked with other people that you also, um, you know, respect in terms of their method or modality. Each person's going to develop their own style. And uh, good coaches, teaching coaches are going to encourage that as James does for us. And, you know, I just, there are a lot of people who say they coach that I would never accept coaching from respectfully. And that's because I'm super picky and um, I need a certain kind of person that I will truly trust to guide me in that way. You can give me business advice and consulting all day long, but it's going to be a certain kind of person that I really, which is just a handful of people that I have to trust to be able to receive coaching from somebody. And so I know this will be the first of more conversations I'll have around this. Of course, you are welcome to reach out to me with any questions, send me a DM if you have it or reach out to us at support at creativethursday.com. Expansive artist members, you know a variety of ways that you can reach out to me as well. 
at the end of the day, I want you to find mentor or mentors that you love working with that do challenge you so that you can grow into that person you intend to become. This journey is not without that. That's when you know you're really growing, when you feel moments of overwhelm, confusion, frustration. You're doing it. You're doing You're doing this thing. And, you know, that you just ultimately feel inspired to be better is the best way I can say it. Not that you're not great where you are. You are. A good coach will also teach you to have acceptance and peace and appreciation for where you currently are because we're all growing all the time. And that would be another recommendation when you're looking for support. Is the person you're seeking support from always learning and growing also? So important because we don't do this alone. Everyone I know is involved with other communities of mentors they trust and or everyone I know and work with. That's just what we do. And it becomes part of the business. It becomes part of my life. And I am so thankful I got over myself and my very frugal business mindset, which serves me in other ways, but did not serve me in this way to stay connected with people and mentors who really inspire me and thereby connect me with people in their communities who are wonderful and who have helped me in countless ways and not in the performative way, but who have actually helped me and contributed to my business to where it is now. And I say thank you for that. And I say thank you to all of you who've trusted me, whether you've joined me on this podcast, a free workshop, a paid workshop, and the expansive artists and artful selling. If you're coaching with me in the Red Dot Society, if you just booked a one-on-one session with me, thank you. It is an honor that I never will take lightly. And again, I just want to show up and be my best for you. So I promised some quick recommendations. I think I promised this episode to be quick, but I think there was more (laughs) that I wanted to share with you that was tucked in this creative biz biz bestie conversation that was tucked into my multi-layer cake of how you will work with someone along with a couple of public service announcements to have appreciation for what people are sharing with you, even if they invite you into additional ways of working with them. Let's get over that, please. (laughs) Enough is enough. You always have the choice to say yes or no. Just don't say no in a way that's going to hold you back. Say yes in ways that are going to call you forward. It is absolutely worth it. So Mind Your Business with James Wedmore is a favorite podcast. Uh, Books I often mention one of, well, really one of my favorites. I know many of you know this, uh, The Artist Way. I went through that and there is... um, The Right to Write was really, I read that, Julia Cameron, before The Artist's Way. I don't know why I thought I would be a writer, but as it turns out, I have a published book, so that happened. And I guess I didn't fully trust the visual artist in me, and so I focused there first. I just thought it was beautiful, and then I'm like, okay, I'll do this artist's way. 
I don't like to do everything that everyone does. So I'm not going to recommend everyone. There's some creative leaders out there that I know everyone listens to, and I don't always agree with them. Um, not to be contrarian. I just, I don't think like everybody else. And so a lot of times what speaks to the majority or the masses is not what speaks to me. And so I imagine that I attract you who are similar and that you're looking for something a little bit more. And so the other one is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Talk about direct. That is just it's sort of a, a, a staple, a staple. Yeah. Am I saying it right? Not a stable for creatives. And I also... I haven't listened to any TED Talks recently, so I don't have them off the top of my mind. I will definitely keep a list and share more with you going forward. Podcasts, there just aren't a lot of people in my ear creatively. Uh, A lot of creatives don't challenge me in the way that I need to. I don't really know of a lot of creatives who are actually trained in coaching. And so if you know of any that you like to recommend that have good podcasts, let me know. I want someone who is going to teach me something I don't already know because a lot of leaders in my space, we came up together. It's not that I can't also learn from people that I came up with in this space, but Um, There's something that I'm seeking. So mine is usually on a broader perspective. Uh, Like Eckhart Tolle is another favorite of mine. Um, Abraham Hicks has been a favorite of mine since I was 26. And um, on that note, I really enjoy Catherine Zankina, also Manifestation Babe. Again, they're not specific to the art world. I have also really enjoyed Gabor Mate's work. Uh, you're, there's a documentary coming out about him. I'm very big into documentaries when it comes to creatives that are have opened up so much in their life that I haven't yet had the chance to meet them. I hope that I will have that opportunity. So I love documentaries, which I often mention here. And I think Maybe I've promised or we'll look at making a list. Like I said, your question, Amy, has me wanting to keep an ongoing list and that way I can just have it ready for you and share with you. And I think that's a starting point. I will also say I love comedians. I live with one. I find comedians some of the most refreshing and almost prophetic entertainers and advisors and it's because they're so direct and they're so honest and they've often been through a lot like Mark Maron's podcast I've actually met Mark Maron in person seen him perform comedy over 20 years off and on and was one of the first podcasts when I stopped mine that I started listening to and I always want to say thank you to his producer for giving us a shout out on Twitter when we had our YouTube series going. So kind. Mark has also supported a ceramicist who made mugs. Um, He's great about, he's just so honest and he's one of the top podcasters. You know, I know that 
he can be controversial. I know Joe Rogan can be controversial. I've actually met him also. Was at a Halloween party at his house way back in the day. And I like that because I think it's important to be exposed to different perspectives. And it's really more about their honesty in the conversation. And I am seeking that. And I think I'm not finding that as much in the creative space um, the way I'd like to. I find it, like I said, within comedy. And that's just because they're always very direct. So it's a whole variety. But, oh, I love Howard Stern interviews. <laughs> Some of the show, respectfully, I can take it or leave it. I'm talking about present day Howard. Again, super controversial. Why? Because he's really honest. And his interviews with mostly musicians, uh, entertainers is great. And he happens to be a painter. I wish, I wish if anyone's listening, I would love to be, have a conversation with Howard Stern. I know there's probably next to no chance he's coming on this podcast. Maybe somehow I can find a conversation with him. He's an incredible watercolor artist and um, I would love to talk to him about creativity and art, but I just feel so refreshed by those conversations. Um, Chelsea Handler says a lot, Sarah Silverman, lots of comedians. And that's because I studied that for a long time. And they also happen to be people who have podcasts. And so I love that. So there's a variety there. Uh, if you want more, let me know. But these are some of my go-tos in my ear of people I trust that speak on a variety of topics. And also, you know, some I know personally, which is great, or have met personally as well. So a lot, a lot packaged in the multi-layer cake of how to get support as a creative Take care of you, to quote Julie Roberts again from Pretty Woman. I don't know why that's coming up so many times today um, when she says that to her roommate, Kit. Take care of you. And until next time, thanks so much for listening. Come on over to Instagram for some creative business coaching over the next couple of weeks and come join us for Sell a Piece of Art this week at sellmyartthisweek.com. I will include all of the links of what we've talked about um, in the show notes. And again, until next time, happy creating more watercolors soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art, all in support of living a life they love 
Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.